I'm Tommy. And I'm Mary. And this is Promoting Parenting. Welcome back. This episode is part two. For part one, check out last week's episode. All right. Okay. Let me see if I could get this now. All right. So um, what has been some of the most exciting and, and most joyous uh, parts of life during this, this stage of life? Hmm. Well, we've had our proud moments and our not so proud moments. Um, having family around brings us joy. And um, it's, you know, researchers say your children are 50% happier having their mm. grandparents around. Mm -hmm. So that's been a great change. My in-laws retired here two years ago. Um, and then my, my dad and my brother and his family just moved here this year to this area. So, or was it last? last fall but um just doing life with their support has been great and then having their cousins to play mm -hmm. with and you know family activities together has been a huge blessing yeah and i'd say now that our kids are older six and nine that we're able to actually take them out and do things like now if we go to sea world or a theme park they could actually ride a lot of the rides mm -hmm. or, yeah. you know my daughter daughter's tall enough to ride the roller coaster so oh cool it's like now we could actually get out of seeing the uh you know the little kid plays and things right. that you know you see a thousand times when you go to there and you're like well there's people having fun on a roller coaster right? <laughs> plus we don't have to pack as much yeah, as we used to when they were littler it's so nice yeah. to not pack a lot exactly so what's um, it like going someplace without a diaper bag <laughs> freedom or three <laughs> other bags yeah or three other bags <laughs> yeah it's it's great yeah it's really good that's great things to look forward to you want to ask no okay go for okay it. all right all right here we go um what is some uh has anyone given you any advice or wisdom that is helping you in this stage of life or that you've used throughout your parenting um life um i kind of lean on and this might be parenting slash marriage but you know on right now media which is an awesome mm -hmm. resource for all kinds of stuff andy stanley has what happy couples know mm -hmm. and one thing i love his advice is um you should live like you owe each other everything but expect nothing in mm. return and in that book or in that series, he talks about compromise, um, remember to do what humble people do. Like think of what, what a humble people would do, do or react or say in this situation and do that. Um, <clears throat> he talks about just practicing humility. And I think even with kids, I mean, sometimes we just have to say, hey, I'm sorry, mommy mm -hmm. overreacted. <laughs> um, sorry, slam that door. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um and then um you know be last put others before you um be less self um that it's a submission competition and a race to the end of the line um but what my husband and I probably learned so far about marriage is just you know putting each other first after God and definitely before the kids and that's mm. really hard because the kids are so needy but you have to stop and say, oh, hey, honey, how was your day? Even though you've got the chaos going on, <laughs> you want to greet your husband, you know, remember to greet your husband and ask him about his day. Those things, like, go a long way. Um, 
you know, just making sure you're putting him first before the kids in general. Um, don't go to bed angry. Try to stay unoffended. Pray together daily. Um, speak your spouse's love language. I love that by mm-hmm. Her- Gary. Mm-hmm. Gary Chapman. Chapman, yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Because it's like an easy formula of being proactive, like staying in love is being proactive is his main thing. But just that that's just an action. And it takes all the guessing work if you know somebody's love language. For instance, you know, mine's acts of service. So when I when he does the dishes, it means like a lot to me. And when I say, hey, babe, you built a really great life for us all, like he just smiles so big. That means mm-hmm. a lot to him because he's a words of affirmation guy. But I just think if you know that, and like I think Gary Chapman says like 80% of men are words of affirmation. Well, that's simple because, you know, I love to compliment. So I can compliment him and make him feel like the king of the castle. And Loves to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of have to direct her. <laughs> and he feels loved. Yeah. So you're just like right now. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I don't know. So those are the kind of things I've learned. That's really cool. Yeah. Mary's love language is quali- quanti- quanti- quality, quality time and food. Honestly, if love language was a f- if yeah. love if language food was, food was a love language, it definitely would be it. Yeah, and yes. strawberries mainly. <laughs> Favorite season. Chocolate, chocolate yeah. covered strawberries. You can always um, win oh, or over. I know what you're getting on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> now it's more like my birthday. <laughs> um. <laughs> That's just, I think that's really important to understand is just keeping yourself selfless and thinking of Mm -hmm. others and thinking of your spouse. Um, uh, One of my old pastors in Virginia told me that once you become a parent, you're not, the problem is that many parents are selfish and they think of themselves and being a parent is the opposite, is that you always are putting other people before yourself and that you need to learn how to become selfless. Um, because it's not about you, it's about trying to train those children up to be what they need to be. Not to say that you shouldn't have some me time um, or some encouragement or have some time time out or anything like that. Hopefully this uh, podcast does that as well. But... As you're hiding away in the bathroom with the door yeah. locked. Yeah. <laughs> the we, other yeah. kids that are outside. Yeah. <laughs> Where did mommy so we go? Want, <laughs> we want this podcast to be like that. You're hiding in the restroom, yeah. (laughs) The doors are locked and you just need some time to listen to something. You can listen to us. I know. That's what Sylvia will, after she yells at the kids or something, be like, all right, mommy has to put herself in timeout now. (laughs) I've been bad. And daddy's right there. Don't pass daddy on the couch to go see mommy in the bathroom. And daddy's right there. He can help you. I know. Uh-huh. I perfected camouflaging myself. <laughs> right. the they know mommy they will see me. respond really fast. I'll get you what you need. Yeah. Over accommodate. I have, I have like, I have a, a couple set things that I can do. I know that, okay, uh, if this option A, you know, then option B, option C, get married. You know, <laughs> I didn't, I put That's the right. plug in, I held her. It's still not working. What now? <laughs> and she then I'm in the baby. Mom, yeah. I'm in the baby monitor. Mary, your turn. <laughs> I'm tagging out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we kind of went over kind of advice that, uh, was given, like that you've received. If there, I don't know, I know you've already mentioned before. Yeah, several. Um, several advice that mm-hmm. we can take. But if there was one thing um, that you could give to parents 
um, what it would it be, and the um, they grow up so fast is kind of a cruel statement. So that one, obviously, we know that's true, unfortunately. Um, but other than that, what is one thing that you could tell parents or you tell parents along in their journey? I'd say uh, patience. Hmm. That's a key. And just knowing that, you know, the season, if you have a newborn, it's going to be tough because you can't sleep. And then it gets better in that, but then it gets harder because then you got a toddler roaming around you on suicide watch like 24-7, you know. And then that gets better. And then there's a new challenge. So it's like it never really gets easier <laughs> or better. But just knowing that whatever's hard now probably won't be hard you know, whenever the next year is or whatever, and there'll be something different that, you know, you can handle and, uh, you could get through it. You know, mm-hmm. everyone's doing it. Everybody's a parent gets <clears throat> through it. And, um, that's really it. You know, just knowing that there's no easy day. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think what you said earlier, making time for yourselves, which is really hard as a selfless parent, but I think it's important to fit the things in that you love, like the mm-hmm. gym, um, date nights, time with friends, you know, whatever it is that you love to just try to fit in that part of you in every part of the seasons, um, which is really, again, really hard to do. But find a way to do that because you can't be your best unless you're taking care of you. Um, and then I have some cheesy, cheesy little mottos <laughs> <laughs> that um, that I've learned. You but can like... stop recording now. <laughs> <laughs> I know he thinks I talk too much and I, and I do, but, um, but like compassion over comparison, you know, I think that's important to, you know, there's times where I'm like, well, you know, I've had the kids all day and you just got home and I'm just thinking, you know, but then I'm like, uh, uh-uh, you can't compare. You have to be compassionate. Like he just went through, you know, 45 minutes of traffic and all day work and stress and work stress. It's different because what women do as stay-at-home moms, which is primarily what I do, is um, physical, but what he does is mentally exhausting. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference, but either way, we're both, you know, tired. And so compassion over comparison. Um, Connect, not correct, with our kids. So it's easy for me to keep correcting Nicholas, but if I I don't say, um, hey, buddy, you know, like try to connect with him about it, what what would that feel like if it was you, buddy, like that you just – Hold your sister's hair. <laughs> How would you feel? You know, and try to connect with them and just connect on the good times too, not just through discipline, mm-hmm. but you know, doing one-on-one things with them when you can. I think that's really important part of um, parenting. And then um, on a different spectrum or note, the word before the world. So I say this a lot because I heard it, and then I was like, yes, word before the world. So when I wake up and I pick up my phone and there's like all these notifications or this thing I want to look at. I, I just turn it to airplane mode and it's really hard. Sometimes I don't, but I try to. And then I go to the word. I go to the, my Bible or the Bible app and I just try to get my devotion in, mm-hmm. even if it's that five minutes. And I think that's what's really important in parenting, just making sure you're connected to, to God, to Jesus, to the word. Um, and then, um, spouse before the house, so, (laughs) you in there, but I just thought, you know, at the end of the day, I could easily, like I put, we put our kids down together, which is good that we do it together. Everything's pretty equal, um, when it comes to that and stuff. But I, um, 
I could go to the dishes and, and clean my kitchen, um, or I could go pick up the house, but I try not to. I just try to say, you know what, I'm off. The kids are in bed. It's my time with Anthony. We're going to spend some quality mm -hmm. time together, whether it's on the couch and talking or whatever. So I try to think about that because um, a mommy's job is never done, and so they're, all that stuff's still going to be there. Mm -hmm. So I try to remember spouse before the house. And then, of course, um, Andy Stanley said, believing the best. And I think that's what happy couples know. That was his main like objective of the book is, is that believing the best in every situation. So there's a gap between expectations and experience. Um, so whenever there's a gap, we can choose good thoughts or bad thoughts. We can choose the best thoughts to fill in the gap, make it a habit to choose and believe the best. So, for instance, he can come home late from work. I can think, oh, did he hang around talking to coworkers and slowly get home from work? Or I can say, oh, you know what? He probably hit traffic. Maybe he picked up a card for me on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> but nope, I can... No flowers, so it's not that. <laughs> so I'll follow up with that thought. Just believe that thought in the moment. <laughs> Let me but take just, a note here. <laughs> <laughs> just believing the best, I think, is important. And that can go to, um, that can translate with parenting, can translate with family, can translate mm -hmm. with friends, just always believing the best because life is so much sweeter when you stand unoffended and you're believing the best mm. in life, you know. We promised that we would keep these episodes short, and that's what we would like to do. So if you tune in next week, you can hear the rest of this amazing interview. I hope that you will. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening.